On October 15, 2009, the Heaney family released a homemade helium-filled gas balloon from their backyard in suburban Fort Collins, Colorado. But to their horror, Dad noticed that their family of five was now a family of four. Where was their youngest son, Falcon? Well, just like his namesake, he was airborne, flying high above the Rockies. Or was he? The Balloon Boy Incident, this week on This Was A Thing. Yo, girl, remember Blink-182? Low-rise jeans on everyone, yo. The flight of the Balloon Boy. And the fall of my space. And damn, it's nipple slipping. This was a thing. It hardly bling. Freddy got fingered was a thing. This was a thing. Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Ray. And you're listening to This Was a Thing, the podcast that dives deep into the cultural happenings of yesteryear. On today's episode, we're talking about the Balloon Boy incident. Because we have rather an incredible breaking news story that we're following right now. And this is coming to us out of Colorado. What you all see right there is an experimental aircraft that inside of which is a six-year-old boy who got into that aircraft not that long ago and accidentally launched it. It's hard this was a thing because, well, human beings are a little off. So do you remember back in 2009 when there was this balloon boy incident, like a giant homemade helium balloon got released by a family and they thought their six-year-old Falcon was on the inside? Wait a minute, wait a minute. When you say six-year-old Falcon, do you mean the kid oh. was named Falcon or was there a car named Falcon? Isn't there a car named Falcon? There is, or they could have a pet Fal- Falcon. That's, That's what six- I couldn't figure okay, out. Okay, so yeah, actually, yes. So they had a six-year-old son ah, named Falcon. I understand now. Thank you for clearing that up. Yes, I'm sorry about that. What, guess- is it wrong to say I'd be more concerned if my pet Falcon was in the balloon as opposed to my son Falcon? No, yeah, but you know, you also have a, a, you have too many kids, so. And I have too many Falcons. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of them is here. Hold oh, on. Jesus Christ. I gotta give him lunch money. Hold on. Oh, God! <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so they thought their six-year-old son Falcon was inside, and this balloon got up to 7,000 feet in 90 minutes. So, imagine... Whoa, a, whoa, whoa. Say that again? They did what? It, it got up 7,000 feet in 90 minutes. Shit. So, yeah, this thing was going high. It's but, a good balloon. <laughs> and imagine, so imagine a hot air balloon that seems like it's a little flat. Like, it just, like, it has, like, a tiny hole, because that's what it looks like. It's not fully, and it, it looks, it looks like it hit a wall. Is it like those Macy parades that, like, the balloons that sort of just lose their air yeah, and it, sort of it, it looks like collapse that. on the Empire it, State Building? Exactly. Okay. But just imagine that it's made out of those silver earthquake blankets. Remember the earthquake kit blankets? Yes. Okay, so that's what it looks like. So I remember this story like it was yesterday because it was all over the media and still like it was in the toddler years of Facebook 2009. Wait, say say again. I remember it like it was yesterday. And then let's add some of that dreamy music. Like it was yesterday. Yeah. So since Facebook was still young, everyone was talking about it. And I feel like this is the exact show to revisit it and go deep and see what the hell happened. I'm going to tell you something. Yes. You were going to be teaching me today because I re- all I remember was that they were like, oh, this kid's in a balloon. We don't know what happened. 
and then they found him. And I was like, okay, great. That's it. I, I wasn't invested in the kid being found. I wasn't invested in... Oh, Mr. Schneider. Teach me, Sensei. Okay. So Richard and Mayumi Heaney were Falcon's parents. They first thought their son was Falcon was gone because immediately after the balloon had gone off, one of their other sons said they thought they saw Falcon go into the balloon. Okay, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why the fuck does this family have a balloon? Well, uh, let me get into that. I'll get into I'm that sorry. in a little I, bit. I'm sorry. I have questions. I'm yes. sorry. So... Just a little, just just to give you a little hint, Richard is kind of an amateur storm chaser. So this balloon is almost like a weather balloon. Like he kind of he's using it to like track storm type stuff. Right. If we were gonna make a movie of this, who would play Richard? Oh, geez, uh, Mel Gibson. So Mel Gibson is Richard. So yeah. we're gonna keep that in our minds. Yes, Mel Gibson with <laughs> with Jonathan Taylor Thomas's haircut from Home Improvement in, like, 1996. Got it. And, and and Mayumi, was that the wife's name? Yes, Mayumi would be... I feel like, to be honest, like, Aquafina could play a funny Mayumi. Okay, so Aquafina is Mayumi. Yes. Mel Gibson with Jonathan Taylor Thomas's haircut. Yeah. So they thought that this balloon was tethered to the ground before they were... It was just going to be like, okay, let's just see if it floats. They thought it was tethered. And then all of a sudden, you start hearing Richard... Kicking and screaming in distress as it floats around because it's not tethered. And he goes, you didn't put the fucking tether down. Okay, well, here's an actual clip from the launch. And they I, recorded the launch? Yes, they recorded the launch. So here is a clip of the launch. Three, two, one. Whoa. Oh, my God. Okay. Are you here? Yeah. Tether. Yeah. You didn't put the So he is so mad about this tether not being down. Who is he angry at? Mayumi? I don't I, I think Mayumi was is the easiest one for Richard to get angry at from what I like from getting in his head. I don't know if there was someone that was supposed to tether it down and I think just the fact that it wasn't tethered down got him so mad that he turned to his wife and got angry and then kicked the uh wooden frame. You know Richard, a good boss is someone who makes sure that everything is done. Even if you trust your employees, like your wife Mayumi, or your other... How old is the other kid, the three-year-old? Uh, uh, Falcon was the youngest six, so I think probably about nine and 11 are the next two. Yeah. Maybe, Richard, we should be working with professionals. <laughs> well, okay. So this helium balloon, Richard was said was a, sh a saucer-shaped balloon, and it was an early prototype to which people can pull out of their garage and hover above traffic. Why would they do that? To see if there's traffic? Because Richard Heaney is, just likes to figure out new ways of getting past, like, new solutions to problems. And he also said once that the high-voltage timer was switched on and would emit one million volts every five minutes for one minute in order to move left and right horizontal. So it's going to be emitting a million volts of electricity. <laughs> every five minutes for one minute and it had so it was 20 feet in diameter five feet high and it was construct like i said constructed from plastic tarps taped together covered with aluminum foil held together with string and duct tape i love that he's like i can get a million volts in one minute it's that savvy what is it made of spit <laughs> yeah. Dumb and a dream. Exactly. Like Richard is definitely the type of guy that like probably was in his you know twenties during the Guyver era and was like, oh yeah, yep, yeah, 
Okay, that's okay. Yeah, that's a good solution. Like, I think he probably took notes on every MacGyver episode just to like be like to take Mayumi, Mayumi, <laughs> did you take MacGyver? Mayumi, where the fuck is the MacGyver from Thursday? God damn it, Richard! I told you they preempted it for Perfect Strangers. <laughs> So in the base, uh, Falcon that have led that Falcon was supposed to be in was a box made of a very thin piece of plywood and cardboard on the side, and that was also held together by string and duct tape. So you're telling me that this kid at any second can just come falling, falling through? Out, yes, like like uh, like at a stadium when they release balloons. <laughs> It'll just be a seven year old child plummeting to his death. Yes, understandable. So that's so that's where they're nervousness is uh the volume of the helium in the balloon was estimated to be able to hold lift a total load of 65 pounds at sea level or 48 pounds at you know eight thousand feet and so he was 60 years old so he was easily under those under that weight and so yeah so they were that's why they were you know nervous and then so they were in fort collins colorado and that has an elevation of five thousand feet and he got to seven thousand feet so he was two thousand feet above the Colorado mountains. <laughs> so initial reports say that the family first called the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, and then later called the sheriff's office. <laughs> but the sheriff's office says they had no confirmation that... Did they call the FFA just to brag? I think so. We, we got did. it up! <laughs> but, oh, by the way, the kids was... <laughs> but then the sheriff said there's no confirmation of that, but that just, it does seem like something Richard Heaney would do, would call FAA and then 911. Then he called the Denver NBC affiliate. Why is he calling? To, <laughs> to let them, because they reportedly requested that the station send a news helicopter to track the balloon, so that he wanted one of the news choppers to track the balloon's progress. And then he called, so I guess, it, he, and then he called emergency services after that. So during the call to 911, he said, I don't know whether it's possible you guys could detect the electricity that emits. It emits a million volts on the outer skin. Okay, bragger. <laughs> Here is the clip of the 911 call. Yes, okay, how long has the six-year-old been missing? Um, just a few minutes. Um... Well, is the flying saucer in the backyard? Yes. Okay, does it, it obviously has electronics where he can know how to work it and he gets it up off the air, off the ground? No. He doesn't know how to operate. He does not know how to operate. So, and that's gone though too, right? So we are sure that he's in that. Yeah, we we looked everywhere, and then my son just said, "Being verified." He said, "Yeah, he went inside just before it went off because we had it tethered. It wasn't supposed to take off." Okay, and was it running then? Well, it doesn't run. It's, it's filled with helium, and it operates off of a million volts to uh, move left and right horizontal. Okay. Okay, so he sounds pretty concerned, right? So. The balloon was tracked by helicopters. It drifted 60 miles. He went 60 miles from the initial place. And planes even had to be rerouted to avoid the balloon. There was reports that Denver International Airport would briefly shut down, but that actually was false. But that Denver was, never shuts down. <laughs> one thing they're known for, never shutting down. If it's between getting this family to their ski trip in Boulder or killing a seven-year-old... Get on your skis. The balloon ends up landing, and then they find out that that's when they realize Falcon isn't inside. So until the balloon hits the ground, they think that Falcon is in there. It landed after two hours, around 1.35 p.m. This kid was in the air for two fucking hours? They, they, they thought they were. this kid was in the air for two hours until it landed, and he wasn't in there. And so when he wasn't found inside the balloons, uh, officials thought that he might have fallen out <gasps> during flight. 
Although it was reported that he, it did not appear breached the balloon, so like there could have been no way for anyone to. So there's no the wood still intact. Yeah, so everything was intact, so nothing could have gotten out essentially. And there's helicopters watching, right? So they would have seen something fall, right? Yeah, I mean you'd think, yeah, but they don't know if maybe before the helicopters got to it that oh, he no. might have wiggled out of the very beginning. Falcon. Yeah. At 4:15, CNN and other news rep- uh, reporters said that the boy was found hiding in a cardboard box in the rafters above the garage so falcon was hiding above the garage the whole time okay so wait take me back to 2009 when this was happening was every like station in the country yes. covering it or yes. was it just like a colorado oh, no story? this was a big th- oh yeah no this got to everything it was like reports uh, reports of a balloon breaking news yes oh yeah this is breaking news all over so from the time it landed at 135 so what two and a half hours a little more than that there was still no sign of falcon until he was found in the rafters above the garage so the new york post estimated that the total cost of the rescue operation would be around two million dollars two million dollars in taxpayer money and then that the helicopter flights alone cost about 14.5 thousand dollars so let me show you richard heaney's press conference outside of his house after Falcon was found. So I'm going to place the box up front. Please write your questions down because I've got stuff. Friends are telling me they're saying this and that. I have no idea what the news is saying. I'm not, uh, I don't have a cable. So, okay. Could you just say once and for all, was this some sort of publicity stunt? Was this a hoax? And were you talking to the police today? Absolutely no hoax. I want your questions in the box. I'll get right back to you, okay? So several news agencies began questioning whether this was a hoax. So editor and publisher pointed out that few had raised the issue of whether such a balloon could even lift off with a 50-pound kid inside and then float the way it did. And police initially said that it did not appear to be a hoax. But when Falcon and his family were being interviewed later in the day by Wolf Blitzer on CNN's Larry King Live. Where was Larry? Uh, I think Larry Larry was taking a day off to be with his young wife, Sean. <laughs> I had to drive Sean to the petty. The wife, Sean. The issue, a pedicure. <laughs> So Wolf goes, why did you not come out of the garage? And after his parents repeated the question, here, let me just let me just play the clip for you. And Falcon was really in the garage this whole time. Uh, I don't know if Falcon can hear me, but was he because uh, I know at some point he fell asleep in that garage, but he was hiding out because he thought you were going to punish him for something that happened earlier in the day. Uh, did he hear anything? Did he hear you screaming out Falcon Falcon? Uh, he's, he's asking Falcon, did you hear us calling your name at any time? You did? Why didn't you come out? Um, you guys said that um, we did this for the show. Falcon said live on CNN, you said we did this for the show. I have this image. Of Larry King getting a pedicure, watching, going, oh, I should have done this. God damn it. I'm kicking myself on this scoop. But look how good my big toe looks. Wolf Blitzer questioned Richard and Falcon even further after the statement was made by Falcon. Can can we just stop calling it a statement and say what it is, which is a confession? Okay. A confession to a crime. Wolf says verbatim back what Falcon says. So this is how good Wolf Blitzer is as a newsman. Uh, uh, Richard, earlier in the show, I asked you to relay the question to uh, Falcon. He was uh, hiding in the garage for about four hours. 
and I asked you to ask him why didn't he come out after he heard you and uh, and his mom and everybody else screaming for Falcon and uh, you said to him uh, Falcon why didn't you come out and Falcon said mmm you guys said that mmm we did this for the show and you said mmm uh, what, what did he mean we did this for the show Okay, so yeah, let me go to now <laughs> this part. This is Richard Tini responding to Wolf Blitzer asking that. Yeah, let me uh, in- interrupt this real quick because I think I can see the direction you guys are hedging on this because earlier uh, you had asked the police officers some questions. Uh, the media out front, we weren't even going to do this interview. Um, and I'm kind of appalled after all of the um, feelings that I went through up and down that you guys are trying to suggest something else, okay? I'm really appalled because uh, they said out in front that this would be the end and I wouldn't have to be bothered for the rest of the week with any uh, shows or anything. So we said, okay, fine, we'll do this. So I'm kind of appalled that you guys would say something like that. Uh, you know, it's- All Wolf is saying is your son just said on air, you said to hide. Because it'd be good for the show. This is kind of your fault, Richard Haney. So I think CNN was the first major news outlet to get the Heenies. Because then the next day, they did interviews on Good Morning America and then the Today Show. And so on Today Show, they were kind of asking. They picked up where kind of Wolf left off. Like, you know, was this a hoax? And you could tell Falcon started getting a little bit uncomfortable uh... in the interview. Anyway, somebody had asked him if they could show, he would show them uh, how he got in the attic. So he was obliging them, and uh, one of the guys told him it was for some. Um, Mom, one got- of the guys told him it was for some uh, TV show. So that's what he was referring to. Did the kid just vomit? The kid vomited live on air while getting interviewed by Meredith Vieira on the Today Show. Not the first. I remember when I watched once and uh, Ted Cruz vomited. <laughs> Richard as well, and I'm sure some of the questions will be hard for you to deal with. So let me just ask you right now, just put it out there and get your honest answer. Was this a hoax or a publicity stunt? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And now I'm starting to get a little ticked off because uh, I, I'm repetitively getting asked this. Uh, the last couple of interviews, and um, I mean, what have I got to gain out of this? And I'm not selling anything. I'm not. I'm not advertising anything. Fucking Meredith Vieira. Here's a woman she's interviewed: Bill Clinton, Benjamin Netanyahu, and now here she is talking to a seven-year-old vomiting, vomiting on air. Meredith. Oh. So Falcon's answers prompted, you know, sheriff's office to pursue a little bit further investigations. Uh, as to whether it was an, the incident was a publicity stunt or something else. So uh, the sheriff said the suggestion that the boy was coached seems inconceivable. So let me just give you a little bit of backstory on Richard and Mayumi. So they met at an acting class in Hollywood and married in 1997. And Richard tried acting and even went into the world of stand-up comedy for a while. And there was a, it wasn't very much success. And actually, a comedian named Perry Caravello said that Heaney back in the early 90s uh, was a strug- was struggling in Hollywood, and that Caravello rented a spot for him to do a stand-up comedy, and that he was a total bomb. I'm shocked. Now, what you're telling me that this man who looks frozen, yeah frozen on air he paid 
for an acting class. Yeah, he he for an acting school. He was part of an acting school, actually. Do we know what school it is? Because they need to be shut down and condemned. No, I'm no the the L.A. Times article. I believe it was L.A. Times. Uh, didn't go into that detail. If this school is still running, shut it down. <laughs> So put them on the balloon. So then him him and Mayumi decided to run a home business uh, producing demo reels for actors. And they ran that out of their home. The home they rented out uh, to them was by a headshot photographer. And she doesn't even like talking about them because she said she told the AP that when they rent, they rented a one story Burbank house from her month to month. Uh, and after she gave them an eviction notice, the family picked up and left without notice, leaving the home uh, leaving behind the home in disarray, and that they still owe two thousand dollars on the security deposit and six thousand dollars in damage to the home. Plus, they also need to pick up their eighty VHS copies of MacGyver. That's probably the first. They left Falcon before they. Oh my god! You know what we left? What the MacGyver tapes? No, Falcon. I got the MacGyver tapes right here. That's why you're sitting in the back seat, Mayumi. I picture the MacGyver tapes are actually seat belted into Falcon's baby car seat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with a rattle. Hey friends, hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, could you do us a favor? After you listen to today's episode, open up your podcast app and leave us a review, please. The more reviews we get, the more people will discover us, and the more people that discover us, the less lost we'll feel. You're good, buddy. It's okay. Uh, look, nothing has ever been easier to do. Just go ahead and grab a pen real quick. It's okay. We'll wait. Don't worry. Okay. Head on over to your podcast app, click those three dots in the lower right-hand corner, click Go to Show, scroll down till you see ratings and reviews, then leave us some stars and a comment or two so our parents know that it was worth all the tuition that they spent. And if you really love us, head on over to Patreon.com and send us some money, and in return, you will get access to merch, special episodes, bonus content, Pictures of me shirtless. Okay, okay. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search This Was a Thing and help us out. But you know what? You've already helped us out today by listening to us, and we can't tell you how much we appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you. So, you know, these people already have a good track record, and uh, Richard was also a handyman, so he was well-rounded, and people always knew him to be one of those shameless self-promoters who would do almost anything to advance his latest endeavor. So, in the 70s, he was working on a building, and a storm came, and it took the roof right off, and this began Richard's storm-chasing days. I love an origin story. So, his storm-chasing has included riding a motorcycle into a tornado and reportedly flying a plane around the perimeter of Hurricane Wilma in 2005. So so he is an uh, he loves to get out there and go. He's also really into UFOs and aliens. And Richard and Mayumi have three sons like I said, and they will go on the UFO hunting expeditions with them. The sons' names are Falcon, Branford, and Ryo. They hate their kids. They hate their kids. Another thing about them is that they were chosen to appear on ABC's Wife Swap. Do you know the show? Yeah, was this after they were on the No, this is before I loved Wife Swap, and when I saw who the family was, I recognized them immediately back in the day, because I watched their episodes, and I remember Richard Heaney. So the Heaney's were so good that they were actually 
brought on for the 100th episode, so the second time. Here are the AP mentions about them on Wife Swap. Appearing on ABC reality TV show Wife Swap, he told of once passing out in a fast food restaurant and hearing aliens speak to him. He boasted of his plans to build a flying saucer covered in aluminum foil and send it into a tornado. He pulled his children around in a hockey ring on a hovercraft-like device and took them on UFO hunting expeditions. I'm very grateful that America has voted us to be on a second time, he said of his second appearance on the show. It's like the best thing that's ever happened in our life. Seriously. Not having children. But being on a reality television show. Yes. So Richard Heaney was riding high, right? So from all this newfound attention and months before the balloon incident, he had pitched a reality show to the television channel TLC, but the network passed on the offer. And after the balloon incident, the producer of Wife Swap uh, said that a show involving the Heaney's had been in development, but that the deal was now off. So investigators said they wanted to uh, question Robert Thomas, who was an associate of Heaney's in Denver, and he provided to Gawker a uh, email exchange from several months in which he and Richard Heaney talk about the possibility of a balloon stunt to promote a proposed reality TV show. So he provide this guy provided emails of Heaney and him back and forth about how they can do a uh, stunt for a reality show. Do you think if that kid had not said? You said to do it for the show, that they would have gotten away with it, the Heenies? I think they might have. I mean, they're kooky enough, and 2009 was... I mean, shit, nowadays they're still putting kooky families on, so... Do you think that the Heenies probably really th- legitimately thought about putting the kid up in the balloon? I, I feel like it there w- It passed his mind. He, he probably thought, if I could make it safe and made sure he, like, you know, oh yeah, as long as he wouldn't get hurt... I, I guarantee you that it went through his head like, hmm, okay, and it probably wasn't safe, and so he was like, okay, we're not going to actually put him in there, but probably up until he- We don't want to kill him before we go to series. Yeah, exactly, but up until he probably realized it wasn't safe, I'm sure the plan was for him to be in the balloon. I guess they consulted a physics professor, and he said that it was plausible that Falcon could lift up in the b- balloon. Falcon was 37 pounds, but when authorities measured the balloon, they- They concluded that it was not large enough to lift the child. During a press conference on October 18th, three days after the balloon launch, Sheriff Alderden called the incident a hoax, stating that we we believe we have enough evidence at this point to indicate that this was a publicity stunt in hopes of better marketing themselves for a reality show. And he also said that the charges in the case have not been filed, but the parents could face both misdemeanor and felony charges, including conspiracy to commit a crime, contributing to the delinquency of a minor, filing a false report with authorities, and attempting to influence a public servant. Sheriff Alderton said that at first, the parents' acting abilities had made them appear credible. So I will say, you're talking shit on that acting school. These people in Colorado have never seen acting. But they lived in Hollywood. So they so they met in Hollywood. So they were taking acting at a legit studio. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're right. So Heaney's lawyer, David Lane, no relation, announced on October 19th that Richard and Mayumi Heaney were sur- would surrender to police as soon as charges were filed and pled not guilty. So these folks are absolutely willing to turn themselves in. So I don't want to see a perp walk done for media consumption. If prosecutors can prove their case beyond reasonable doubt, that's one thing. If they can't prove their case beyond reasonable doubt, that's another. So that is Richard Heaney's <laughs> lawyer. This right. man only surrounds himself with the best people. So according to an affidavit that the law enforcement submitted with their application for the search warrant, Mayumi later admitted that she knew all along that Falcon was hiding in the home. 
The affidavit alleged that the couple planned the hoax about two weeks before releasing the balloon on October 15th and instructed their three children to lie to authorities as well as media regarding the hoax for the purpose of making the family more marketable for future media interests. So Richard Heaney's attorney announced on uh, November 12th in 2009 that both parents intended to plead guilty to the charges filed against them. And the prosecutor would recommend a probation. And the attorney's statement said that the threat of deportation of his wife, who is a Japanese citizen, was the major factor in the plea negotiations. Oh. So they said that she was getting threatened with deportation. Uh, Richard Heaney pled guilty to a felony charge of attempting to influence a public servant. Mayumi Heaney did not appear with him, but still faced a misdemeanor charge for false reporting to authorities. So in December 2009, a judge sentenced Richard Heaney to 90 days in jail and 100 hours of community service, and he also was ordered to write a formal apology to the agencies that searched for Falcon. Now, Mayumi was uh, sentenced to 20 days in jail and was to be served through jail-supervised community service for two days a week, and Mayumi also was allowed to begin her sentence after her husband's ended so they could make sure the kids were cared for, which... That may be the first time that's ever happened. They were also banned from receiving any profits from the hoax for several years, and Richard Heaney was also ordered to pay 36000 in restitution. And then in January 2010, Heaney told authorities that he only pleaded guilty to prevent his wife's potential deportation. In 2015, Heaney claimed that the incident was still not a hoax, and he appeared with his whole family, and the boys are now older. And they were also very excited to announce their new Rockestra American Chili. And everyone in the family was wearing an American Chili shirt, so they were just self-promoting. And let me tell you what the Heaney Boys are now doing. The Heaney Boys are now in a metal group called the Heaney Boys. And here's a clip of their single that they released based on the balloon incident called No Hoax. You know that Donald Trump actually wanted this to be the national anthem. <laughs> Can you also add a verse about no collusion? Ten years after the uh, incident, in 2019, ABC News interviewed the Heaney family, and they continued to maintain that the incident was not a hoax. And Mayumi said that she confessed for fear of deportation. Okay, very quickly, though. The, the headline says, Balloon Boy's family discusses life after incident yes it was a hoax it's not an incident it's a hoax if you notice though i am calling this episode the balloon boy incident because that's open for interpretation rob define hoax for me what does the word hoax mean something that you could really hoax is an old-timey word for fraud this is 2019 now in this clip so we're not an old-timey and I've never seen the term fraud in any of my research with this. Please just watch this clip with Richard Heaney from 2019. Richard still maintains that it wasn't a hoax and says he was a victim of character assassination. And how, after you stack all that stuff, throw in the interview that was on CNN with Wolf Blitzer, you throw all that together with a background you have, why, won't pe- why wouldn't people go, This is another hit piece. This is another hit piece, which I anticipate. Here? Yeah. 
What is it going to take to change public opinion that you know is still out there mm -hmm. about what happened 10 years ago? What would be nice is if the media could actually go, yeah, Richard's got a point, but it's, but, but it's so biased, okay? The media continues on with the same narrative. And all these years later? Do you feel a sense still that you need to clear your name? Oh, most definitely. Still, 10 years later? Yeah, oh yeah. Why is that still so important to you? I've lost many opportunities. I've lost a lot of opportunities. I've had people contact me about things I've invented and the deal went south. And, uh, you know, because they find out who I am. And the thing that gets me is the media never tells my side of the story. Richard Heaney's wearing a shirt that says, Search Truth Internet Historian Richard Heaney. It's not a shirt, it's a tank top. It's a cutoff. It's a, it's a muscle tank. It's not pretty. Yeah. They live in Florida now, so oh, I think Oh, I he's... am shocked. I am yeah. shocked. <laughs> I know, right? I'm surprised he's not the governor of Florida. So on December 23rd, 2020, Governor Jared Polis, first term governor of Colorado, issued a pardon for the Heenies, saying that they had already paid the price in the eye of the public and that it was time for Colorado to move on from the case. We are all ready to move past the spectacle from a decade ago. So, after the break, uh, we'll discuss what our thoughts are. I have thoughts. On the Balloon Boy incident. This was a thing, this was a thing. And now, this is a sketch. Falcon, get in here. Your papa-san needs to talk to you about something. Daddy, mommy said to stop calling yourself that. Yeah, well, forget about that. I, I need you to focus. Falcon, focus. Okay, daddy. Papa-san, now we're going on TV tonight with a man named Wolf. Luckily, he's just a man, if you can call him that. But he's not an actual wolf. Okay. Now, I need you to tell Wolf that you were hiding in the attic the whole time, okay? Hiding right up there in the hot attic, doing kid stuff. I don't know. Say you're, say you're playing with nails or something up there. I need you to do this for the show. What did I do for the show? You hid in the attic. But I didn't hide in the attic. Yes, but for the wolf show, you hid in the attic. Where was the wolf hiding? Wolf was probably hiding in his multi-million dollar penthouse, avoiding the real people. Wolf probably doesn't even have an attic. He's one of those sick fucks who pays for storage units. Typical news pig. I thought you said he was a wolf. Thank you. This was a sketch. You know, I think this is going to go down in history as one of those things that's like, I wonder if they actually did it. You know, is it actually a hoax? Right? I mean, is there really enough evidence to show that they're, they did it? If it walks like a falcon and talks like a falcon, it's a falcon. I don't know. Okay, here we go. I'm very angry now, and I kind of wish I hadn't known all this stuff because I'm going to be angry for the rest of the day. First of all, this is a fraud. This is a hoax. Is it? Based on the evidence that you're showing me. I guess I did a pretty good job presenting the evidence as if it's a hoax, didn't I? The kid says, I was hiding because you told me to hide because it'd be good for the show. The wife says, yeah, I knew he was hiding. Then uh, uh, Mr. Wizard, Mr. Science... <laughs> Can't figure out that, like, oh, yeah, maybe the kid wouldn't have gone flying up there. Uh, there's emails going back and forth saying this is how we're going to, like, do this. <laughs> Regardless of what it was for, it's for promotion, whatever. Then they look at these kids and they say, you're going to lie. These parents are telling their kids you're going to lie because it makes mommy and daddy look good. And we're going to get money for it. For this governor to say, 
out of all the people I could possibly pardon, people s- sitting in prisons for 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 insignificant drug offenses, and he says I'm gonna pardon the Heenies because they have suffered enough. Can I counter you with something? Sure. Guess what though? What? No more emails from Richard Heaney to that governor. So I'm sure he's like, I'm wiping my motherfucking hands clean of this guy. Of Dick Heaney. You think the governor was like, I can't take these emails? Yeah, he's like, I can't. Okay, so if I pardon this guy, does that mean he's going to stop? And now you know Richard Heaney is still emailing the governor, probably going like, hey, well, now they did this. Now they know who we are. Like, I'm sure he's trying to get, like, government contracts and shit now. I mean, he's a nut job. That's why, I, I mean, this, I, Richard Heaney, okay, full disclosure, I do think it's a hoax. I do think it's a hoax. Okay, full disclosure. The manpower that went into this guy just wanting to be famous yeah. is so disgusting. I feel like there's so much stuff nowadays done by parents, like, to get their family famous that I'm numb to it at this point. Because, like, at this point, like, in 2009, YouTube was still couple years old it's not yeah what it yeah. is today it's crazy nowadays and i i feel like the heenies would have been trying to do youtube if they they got wife swap obviously but now they're still trying to do something with the heenies a couple of things need to happen but before i focus on the heenies i just want to say whatever acting school they met at needs to be shut down what role would you pay to see richard heaney play hamlet hamlet yeah I feel like the response today would probably be the same, except for just on an even bigger scale, because everyone, because so, in a dozen years, you know, since this has happened, a baker's dozen, more and more people have gotten on social media. So it'd be more and more opinions, you know? I feel like this was a thing because it was one of the first times that a family engaged in such a large conspiracy, all for ratings. Yeah. And then the Trumps came. But this is, I mean, this is just so dis. I think it's despicable. No, it's totally, I don't know what else to say. It's totally despicable, but I feel like I appreciate a good, odd character, and Richard Heaney is the perfect foil for this whole story, I think. just He is just the perfect, out-of-his-mind, trying-to-do-anything-to-get-famous type person. Yeah, I will waste... The police department's time. I will waste the country's time. Absolutely. I will make my wife. Well, she lies. I'm not giving her a free pass. Uh, I will make my kids learn that lying is okay. All because I want to be validated. And he's still pushing it and calling and calling a hit, <laughs> calling a 2019 ABC like catch-up piece a hit piece. How is it a hit piece? There's evidence. It's not like this is alleged. This is there is evidence. Yeah, but but they uh, but they made Mayumi. They they threatened her. With deportation, so so I, I mean, I, yeah, of course I'm gonna. I mean, he said, I mean, he said in January 2010, which was a couple months after his conviction, that he only pled guilty uh, because they threatened Miami. What I find so interesting about this, it's not just this one man who I think's at fault. I'm also ashamed that the police department didn't take this more seriously at the time, and I'm also ashamed that the governor was like, "I'm going to give this guy a pardon," when there's so many other people that deserve a pardon. This is just absolutely despicable. Yes or no? You think Heaney would have been there on January 6th? Oh, absolutely. Right? He, In a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In a balloon. Good call. Yeah. I yeah. didn't think about that. I am happy to support that the kids are being creative now. They found an outlet, you know, and at least they're doing music and it's not seeing how fast a tornado moves. I don't know if this would happen today. I think this has set a precedent for any future 
events like this where in, it will be an initial call to hoax until proven not to be a hoax. Uh, yeah, that's actually a really, really good point. I think this event proved to the public that, par- like you said, parents are willing to do anything to get that 15 minutes. So anyway, that was the Balloon Boy incident hoax. Fraud. I mean, I said hoax. The fraud, Richard Haney. The broad, Mayumi Haney. The pedicure, sunshine nails on Sepulveda. They do great friend tips. All right, friends, it's time for a little game here on This Was a Thing. This was a thing and now it's a quiz. This is a This Was a Quiz. To test our knowledge, here is the one and only trivia coordinator extraordinaire, the one and only Mark Schroeder. Mark, how are you today? Thank you. I'm one and only fine and uh, feeling one and only great. Mark, how's your Twitch show going? Twitch show's going very well. Give Thank us you the very name much for asking. It's called These Are Five Things with Private Street. And you can find us on twitch.com slash private street comedy. And yeah, we're having a good old time. The one and only, the five, these five things. These are five one and only things. <laughs> now, before we play, I, I have to just give a plug, if I may. Uh, our fantastic composer, Billy Reese, who's written all the music for uh, this podcast. And he's a brilliant, wonderful composer. He's like, you know, a fetus and is winning tons of awards. He wrote a few years ago a balloon boy musical which is absolutely fantastic it won tons of awards uh make sure you take a listen to it uh we'll put a link for it in the show description as well but i had to give a shout out to billy and his amazing balloon boy music thank you to billy thank you billy so i remember the balloon boy incident and in my mind it was a lot bigger of a deal and lasted longer but i was kind of surprised that you reminded me that it only traveled like 60 miles during like 90 minutes yeah very quick yeah in my mind it's it's gotten more epic and i kind of wish that it was a little bit more epic i wanted that balloon to just drift and drift and drift for days and weeks would you say the story got inflated yes ray some might say richard heaney was full of hot air oh (laughs) okay well i like you both evenly both (laughs) my favorites but you know what i wanted to play a little game about what would happen if that balloon drifted a little bit farther so we're going to play a game called up up and away okay so this is going to test a little bit of your knowledge of the u.s I'm going to list a a starting location within the U.S. and then a series of directions and coordinates where this new balloon has drifted. You have to work together and identify what state the balloon is in. And the balloon's always leaving Colorado? Always leaving Colorado. No, no, no. I'll give you a different location. So starting in Honolulu, Hawaii, drifting 2,800 miles north, what state? Alaska. That is correct. You're in Alaska. Congratulations. You got the first one right. Starting in downtown Los Angeles. Drifting 650 miles straight north. Just the state. I just need the state. California. 650 miles straight north. You're in Oregon by then. Oregon. What? You're in Oregon, 650 miles. From from where? From downtown Los Angeles. Oh, I'm such a fucking... Yeah, okay, sorry. Hey, hey, Don't be so hard on yourself, buddy. Come on. We don't do that. All right, listen to this next one, you fucking idiot. (laughs) Starting in Times Square, New York City, 500 miles west. Chicago. Or Illinois. I was going to say Ohio. It is Ohio. 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 I think Illinois might be a little bit farther than that. But you're on your way to you're on your way to Chicago. Starting at the Grand Canyon, 400 miles east, 400 miles north. Utah. You'd be in Wyoming. You'd be in Wyoming. If Wyoming. You uh. Finally, starting in New Orleans, Louisiana, drifting 150 miles north and 350 miles east. Oh, South Carolina. You're in Georgia. You're a little Georgia. bit oh, really? south. You're in Georgia if you drift. Yeah, wow. so it's right there on the very southern end of 
Louisiana, but you guys are close. I think my numbers were a little wrong. If I go back, I can make some corrections. On yeah. Well, I'll, I, I will do it again. I'll give you both globes and <laughs> Ooh, a protractor. That would help. And yeah, you see if we can if we can do it. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. I've learned a little bit about the geography of the U.S. Hey, I got one for you. Yes. Let's imagine that you're uh, you're traveling. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Actually, from where we're recording right now in, Great. in Los Angeles, and you're going about I don't know six five feet north where would you end up be giving you a big hug buddy yeah straight into my heart right buddy your heart Aww. yeah okay i was gonna say her lap don't touch me <laughs> okay that was great well mark thanks so much for having us uh this was a great game friends if you remember the balloon boy incident hit us up don't forget uh, click into our show description you can see lots of links of uh the research that we've done you can see interviews with the heaney family oh my god so many interviews you can go take a look at some of the great stuff mark's doing you can take a listen to the balloon boy musical and please join us again next week as we dive into another topic on this was a thing Thanks for listening to This Was a Thing, and a big thanks to the folks that keep this show running. Our editor, Daniel Cut-Cut Schwartzberg, our composer, Billy Better Than DC Reese, our social media director, Gabe Hashtag Crawford, our graphic designer, Natalie's Nothing Too Graphic DeSavia, and finally, our games coordinator, Mark the Shark Schroeder. If you liked what we did today, make sure to head on over to iTunes to rate and review us. The more stars you leave us, the more love we feel. Hey, speaking of love, show us some social media love. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at This Was A Thing Pod and Facebook we are This Was A Thing Podcast. Reach out, we'd love to hear from you. And if you really liked what we did today, head on over to Patreon.com and become one of our sponsors, and you'll get access to special episodes, interviews, and merch. That's Patreon. Search This Was A Thing and support us so we can keep doing this show. 